How can you help the Lancaster community? That's what this show is all about. Coming to you live from the Dream Room at Gardner's Mattress and Worth. Welcome to Lancaster Connects Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I think I gave you the uh, eye flash there in the intro. Uh, <laughs> well, at least you didn't take my line this time. I didn't take your line. No, I mean, we... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had to that line. Yeah, we had three episodes where we just <laughs> nailed the intro, and then I go and totally mess it up, and then there's all this nonsense. So if you got the... Holy crap, eyes. That was because I was shocked I didn't mess it up for a fourth time. Anyway, hey, we're here in the dream room, Gardner's Mattress and More. I'm Jeff Janakovo, co-owner of the store. And I'm Ben McClure. Same. There we go. Co-owner. There we go. It's not Gardner's on the screen, so we need some help. <laughs> it's a teleprompter. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, hey, this week, uh, we're a little, uh, I don't know, maybe as Kramer would say, oh, we're out there. Yeah, yeah, giddy up. We're, we're out there this week. We got employee vacations. Ben, uh, you had a little flashback history yeah, yesterday. Huh? So, flying solo all day long. And it was it was a busy day, you know, customers in the door, phone calls, trucks coming in, you know, normal day here at Gardner's. But, you know, when you're running thin, it's uh, it's, it's not stopped. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a flashback to, to old times. But, you know, that's, you know, days like yesterday, it makes you uh, feel blessed to have such a great staff that we have here at Gardner's. That is for sure. <clears throat> that is for sure true. It's always nice. I mean, we, you get in this morning here early uh, when we recorded this episode, a little earlier than normal because of the employee vacations. We got to get the store open shortly. But, uh, uh, you know, you see your crew coming in and doing the job as you want them to do. It, it, it's really it's really great. We're, we're blessed to have great employees and they're a big part of our success. And where is one of those employees? Where is one of them? Well, you mean the current one or a former one? Uh, well, current one, but yeah, may maybe we could talk about a former one too. Well, we got a former one on the show. The current That's one right. is halfway across the globe. Um, <clears throat> in and, the Maldives. Uh, in the Maldives, yeah. Like yeah. on his own private island. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, <laughs> where's my private island? Yeah, seriously. Anyway, we're happy for Drew. Uh, he'll be back in a week or so. Um, and that's that. But hey, uh, real quick, uh, you know, in the essence of mistakes, uh, Simon, if we can get that Hempfield Food Pantry... Um, Oh, uh, no, we're not doing Hempfield. See, here we go. We're a little <laughs> out there this week. <laughs> the blooper reels. <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, last week we had a great interview with Dave Blyle from Hempfield Food Pantry. We made a mistake. We didn't, you know, uh, my my marketing mentor uh, tells a story. This, this guy was like on the success tour way back in the 80s and the 90s. And he said multiple times he rocked out the best one of the, one of what he felt was the best sales presentation of his life, but he forgot to sell what he was there to sell. <laughs> he literally like didn't didn't sell at what was to be a selling opportunity. That's like somebody coming in and looking for a mattress, and then we go, okay, that's have a nice day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Without a sale. Well, since we're in a Seinfeld mode, it's kind of like you want to come up for coffee. No, nah, I don't need coffee. It keeps me up at night. Anyway. Um, Hempfield Food Pantry, Dave and I forgot to, uh, we forgot to let everybody know when they're open. So if you need their services, if you want to stop by to volunteer, which is a big part of what our um, uh, podcast, Jeff, it's a podcast, what our podcast is about, you can check out Hempfield Food Pantry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hempfield Food Pantry. Uh, they are open Mondays and Wednesdays. That's Mondays and Wednesdays, 10 to 1. All right. And that website is hempfieldfoodpantry.org. All right. So on that tone, that's a nice little segue. It was your turn to pick it up. Mm -hmm. What do we got to announce here? So uh, obviously the show is called Lancaster Connects. We want to make an impact with the community, uh, connecting with charities, uh, supporting charities and helping them as best we can. Uh, we have started what we're calling the Lancaster Connects community. And we want this to be a collection of our listeners, uh, businesses, church organizations, anybody that feels led to help charities do the good work that they do. 
we are directing uh, everybody to that wants to volunteer and, and help out to the LancasterConnects.com website. Uh, you can enter our contest form. Uh, you can win a, win a gift card. But beyond that, there's a button on there to join the Lancaster Connects community. And the community is really simply a list of people that we are compiling that we can uh, direct to local charities to help make an impact. Um, so uh, charities are always looking for um, help, you know, whether that's a financial donation, uh, which is great, but it, ultimately time is, is really what a lot of charities need. And um, if we can help them find volunteers, I think that's a great uh, impact that the Lancaster Connects podcast can have. So Lancaster Connects community, you can join the Lancaster Connects uh, community by Again, going to our website, filling out the contest form and clicking the box that you'd like to be added to the Lancaster Connects community. And we will connect you to yeah. a local charity. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I think genuinely folks in our community are good people. They want to help out. Uh, life is busy, hectic, chaotic. Um, sometimes you can't get words out of your mouth like me. Um, Food but, pantry? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, uh so that's what that's what the Lancaster Connects community is about is presenting you these opportunities to help out and you know a place to go and volunteer that time. Uh, real quick, coming up here, and then I want to announce something about the Lancaster Connects community volunteer group. Um, but coming up, real quick, our guest this week we've got Pete Ruggeri from Santa Stumble. From he helps with Doberman rescues. He's involved with the Masons, which give back to community. He is our local hero. And we also have Claire Chivington from Re Realty One Group Unlimited. So those are our guests this week. Uh, but real quick, um, that uh, mention of uh, the Lancaster Connects community. Uh, so Off the Streets was our very first charity we highlighted in our premiere episode. Uh, they are uh, always doing moves. And if you would like to jump on our list um, or, you know, frankly, you can just reach on out to them because we're going to give you their information here in a second. Um, if you go uh, connect with them, Simon, if we can bring that up about off the streets uh, so I can read it because I don't have it in front of me um, and our viewers can see it on their screen then too. But off the streets always needs volunteers. They always need people to, um, to help out and uh, right there on the screen, but I'll read it out for those listening. If you go to OTS for off the streets, OTS volunteers at gmail.com uh, to help. You can reach out to them and say, hey, I'd just like to volunteer with your moves. That would be great. And that's what it is. You're picking things up, putting things down, uh, getting things into the house, placing the furniture, things like that. And it's a really great charity to get people literally off the streets and uh, help homelessness here in Lancaster. So without too much further ado, I teased it. Uh, we mentioned one of our employees is uh, across the world on a vacation. Ben, why don't you tell everybody who we have as in a former employee with us this week? Yeah, so actually, the uh, uh, so we'll introduce Pete Ruggieri. He was a at least four or five year Gardner's employee um, and retired uh, about five years ago. So uh, we're we're kind of bummed that he's no longer on staff. Pete was a great employee, um, but uh, we're excited that he's a guest on the Lancaster Connect podcast. Hey, Pete. Thanks for having me. And I just wanted to let you know that when I worked at Gardner's, they must be doing really well now because I want a trip to Colombia. And Drew got to go to the Maldives. So congratulations on your success. Pete, well, you can always make us laugh. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you got the very best hotel suite in Colombia. Come on. Anyway, um, so we'll get to Pete here in a second. Uh, Claire, welcome to the show. Claire Chivington with Realty One uh, Unlimited. Claire, welcome. Hey, Claire. Thanks. Hey. So Claire's with us. She's got. Um, who do you have in the background there? Because we're, we're, we're uh, I mean, yeah, off screen, off screen. I should say, not in the background. That was like almost a scary movie moment. Like Claire, who's in the background? I'm like, what do you mean? Who's back there? <laughs> it's my friend. It's my imaginary friend. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so Claire has uh, Claire has some dogs that we'll talk about maybe if she would like to, but uh, they're they're off screen sure. and, and we might hear them, we might not. That's all right. This episode seems to be one of those episodes where goofy things are going to happen, mostly uh, at, at my expense, and that's perfectly okay because that's the week it's been. 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, hey, listen, you can get this podcast um, at uh, LancasterConnects.com. That's kind of the hub for our podcast. You can search Lancaster Connects in any podcast platform we're on. I, I mean, honestly, I, I know we're on like the big ones, but we're on all of them. I mean, any podcast platform that you use, um, just search, type in Lancaster Connects, you'll find us. Uh, obviously, all of our own social channels, YouTube, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, you can check it out there on the LancasterConnects.com site. Uh, so you, there's many ways that you can uh, absorb all of our greatness of podcasting and following a script and you know idiotic humor that we might bring to this thing. But listen, the whole goal of the show, connect the community, help our community thrive and survive, um, do better, and really support the community that supports our business. Um, so Ben, you got some winners this week, right? Yeah. So these two lucky winners visited the LancasterConnects.com website, entered the contest entry form. Uh, we're giving away two uh, restaurant gift cards uh, every week, $25 gift cards uh, gets you started towards a nice meal uh, right here in Lancaster. There's some wonderful restaurants to support and things are opening up a bit. So uh, looking forward to the restaurant and entertainment rebound uh, that Lancaster will do over the summer. But uh, our two winners this week are Joan Martin of Lancaster and Sarah Bolts of Mannheim. Joan and Sarah, thank you for uh, listening uh, or watching and heading to LancasterConnects.com and uh, entering the contest entry form. Um, maybe you'll be a winner too. That's right. And just to, just to know, I mean, the gift cards that we're giving away, uh, we bought a bulk of those back end of the year when we had the, the restaurant shutdowns. Um, we did that as a way to help those businesses immediately. Uh, just to highlight a couple, uh, as I went out and around, um, you know, there's there's any number of diners in the county. Evergreen Diner up in Ephrata um, is one that comes to mind. Obviously, your night and days, your Park City diners. Um, Mays is another good restaurant mm. um, out there, which I believe is uh, off of 283, yep. off of the Landisville exit, I think. Um, in that new property built there um, that you can see from the highway, uh, Tomato Pie Cafe. Um, That's a great breakfast destination. The, um, oh, Claire, we'll, we'll talk with your, about your friends downtown and the name just escaped me. But anyway, they're, they're, you know, listen, you're going out, hit, hit, your, hit your Google Maps or whatever app you use and uh, do our restaurants a favor locally. The chains, you know, listen, there, there's local folks that work at the chains. They're impacted too, no doubt. But there's local folks, local ownership of local restaurants. And if you could see it to go there, uh, that would be tremendous. All right. Um, local events. Uh, Simon, I'm not sure. So when I say Simon, we've got a really great production team in the background, Simon and Billy uh, from Get Super Serial. So you could search them out <laughs> that way. But uh, so when I say Simon in the background, he's there we go. There they are. Get supercereal.com. They're our, they're our production team and do a great job for us to bring you, bring you this episode and all of its wonderful, top quality podcasting, all the tech stuff. I don't understand glory. They do a great job. But uh, so we've got a local events calendar that I found um, and I'm going to read it out. If we can get it up on screen, great. Uh, if not, no big deal. But if you go to lancasterpa.com, uh, forward slash events dash calendar forward slash month. I know that's a mouthful, but if you just get to LancasterPA.com, there's a lot of really great events that are starting to come on the calendar. Obviously, um, I would I would imagine all of those people hosting those events are looking to do those safely and properly. But if you're looking to get out of the house, that spring fever is is uh, is there. Uh, definitely uh, check out that site. There we go, LancasterPA.com for local local events. So Claire, let's bring Claire on screen here. Um, what was the name of your friends that have the restaurant downtown? Alley Cat. The Alley Cat. There it is. Yeah. I knew it as soon as yep. you say it. Like, yep. Yeah, of course, that's what it is. Good yep. wings. All right. So they're, they're known for their yep. pizza. Yep. So, um, so. so Alley Cat's another great one to, uh, to go help out downtown. All right. And, yep. um, so Claire, welcome to the show. Claire Chivington. Thank you. Realty One Group Unlimited. 
We know Claire from the referral group. From our We're local, all in, local referral, referral partners plus. Yep. We local. talked to Claire this morning. We meet uh, our our chapter meets every Friday morning, <laughs> eight o'clock. So we talked yeah. earlier, and we're talking now. Claire's having yes. a virtual <clears throat> dose of the gardeners guys this morning, like a lot of virtual yeah. connective. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but hey, here we are. Maybe yeah. maybe she's going to give us no, a virtual home tour later. Yeah, yeah. Which ties into what you do, ah, Claire. Tell us a little maybe. bit about see, what you do see we're getting better at me yeah yeah that sure little segue so i am <laughs> i am a local realtor i work with realty one group unlimited which is located right in the heart of lancaster if anybody knows where the brick art brick yard restaurant used to be that is where our office is it's just absolutely beautiful um i have a team of agents and it's our team is called the claire chivington team I have Jan Johnson, Jennifer Fields, Shira Layton Ricard, and myself as the active realtors. What you're looking at right now is a home that I just listed in Crossgates, and this video was done by the Drone Geek. And so it just kind of shows you a little bit about the property. And this is just a small way of how we market our properties. Um, so yeah, that's that's who I am and what I do. I also am a licensed home stager, so I can come into a home. I keep the money in the seller's pocket. I don't tell them to go rent things. We work with what they have so that we can get their home ready for the market to sell. Very cool. I know way back when my wife and I sold our first house, um, you know, this goes back 2000, I don't know, eight, nine, yeah, 2008. Uh, the home staging was a big part. So we'll talk more about that when we get you back on. But sure. I want to jump into our first uh, first full line. And by the way, that drone video, very cool. Uh, I think that's a very unique way uh, in value that realtors can add, realtors, sorry, uh, add. Um, I, know you, I know you have to say it right. Maybe that's something else we could talk about. Yes. Uh, but, uh, but anyway. Was uh, the drone in the home? I yeah, so. that's yeah. That's he pretty actually cool. has yeah, a large drone and a, a small drone. Hand. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So cool. The drone I, geek. I had no idea that that. Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk more about all of that great stuff, and and um, I know Claire, you're connected to a couple, and probably more uh, of really great local businesses and local charities that you're near yeah. and dear to you. So we'll talk about that here in a minute. But let's bring on. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how to class this next guy, but. You know, we kind of teased a little bit. I, I, I've got in front of me in my notes, interview with charity, local hero guest. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't think of himself as a local hero, but I, I'm, that's the way I look at Pete or Jerry. I mean, professional I gentleman of leisure. <laughs> so Pete, why don't you, you know, cause we've got a lot of inside, uh, inside baseball going on thus far in our interview. Why don't you catch everybody up listening to, you know, who you are, what you do, how you help the community, what you've done. Yeah, well, a, a few years ago, probably about 15 years ago, when I worked in outside sales, um, I really hated cold calling. And I found that my best technique was to, you know, meet somebody on the inside. So what I did was my buddy Dan and I created a group called the Lancaster 505 Happy Hour Group, and we would meet every Wednesday at a different local bar for networking. And at that time, the other networking organizations were just all these entry-level employees, and they would shove a business card in your pocket and expect you to work with them. Well, our group was different. We were like, no name tags, come in, have a drink, see if you get to like us. And we would support local restaurants. Um, eventually we got to the point where on Wednesdays we would bring between 80 and 100 patrons out to a local restaurant. And if you're in the restaurant business, you know, Wednesday is usually your, your worst day. So, um, near the end of doing that, I met my wife and, uh, that kind of, I don't know, curtailed my efforts of going out every Wednesday and drinking in bars. So, but I still had this list of contacts. So... <laughs> I emailed all them and had this idea about doing the Santa stumble. So the second Saturday of December, let's all dress up and go out and, you know, do a bar crawl. Well, so many people RSVP'd. I thought, 
okay, let's take a $5 donation per person and we'll donate it to the mounted police. And I called whoever the, uh, the, the duty sergeant was just to let them know you're going to have 40 or 50 people walking around dressed like Santa Claus. And, you know, it's, uh, we're not going to cause any problems, kind of all that stuff. So we had fun. Well, then the word of mouth got out. And then the second year, we had like 250 people. And then it just started going crazy. And uh, I think our biggest year, we raised over $40,000 in one year. Uh, another year, thirty-five. So we're well over a hundred thousand dollars donated to the mounted police and canine units for the city. That's unbelievable. Well, and it's it's really more important to note, Pete. How does that? How do the 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 mounted police and canine fund themselves? So it was really a unique idea when they got started. I believe um, the chief at the time was uh, Chief Hoover. Um, other police departments like city of Philadelphia and the, or city of uh, Wilmington, Wilmington's about the same size. They also had a mounted patrol, but they put it into the city budget. And which is great until there's a budget crisis when somebody will just say, well, we don't need to spend $50,000 on horses. That's just silly. So they, the Lancaster folks decided let's do ours entirely by donation. So, now, you know, the city can't just go ahead and cross them off like a line item. And uh, so, yeah, 100% of their medical bills, their training, their travel, the trailers, all the gear um, is paid for by no donations. And the name of the charity is the uh, Lancaster County Police Foundation. Um, it's a you know, legitimate nonprofit, and they do great work. I mean, I remember a few years back, I believe it was... Annie Bailey's or Telus was involved, but um, you know, Duke, one of the horses, needed a surgery. And you, know, you had to go to the New Bolton Center, and I believe that was $10,000 for one surgery for this horse. So it adds up pretty quickly, and uh, you know, we're glad to help. Yeah, cool. Well, it's, you know, the, the, there's a unique connection, not only in that you know, we've known Pete for a number of years now, but there's a unique connection, I think. And this is one of the things that I look for as an employer is if I can help folks grow and, and even be a small part of their own endeavors, personally, professionally, whatever, I think that's cool. You know, we have a former employee, John, who's going to be on um, the podcast in a few weeks. Pete knows John well. Pete and John work together. You know, he moved on from our company on very friendly terms, and he was able to grow opportunity for himself. Uh, and, you know, he started on the truck, came into sales, and now he's doing a great job where he is. And we're really happy for that. But the connection here with Pete is, you know, the Santa stumble, you know, I saw that, I saw that grow from that infancy to the, the really big year, I think, where you said you raised 40 grand. Um, well, no, what you, you had moved on by that point, but you know, we saw big years of big activity and it was very neat to see you, um, you know, spearhead that and, and really drive it. So that was very cool to watch. Um, you're involved with some other things too. Uh, Doberman Rescue, yeah. uh, Masons. Yeah, I, um, I'm on my, you know, I always have a couple Dobermans. Uh, so I started to, or volunteering with the Doberman Rescue uh, called the Delaware Valley Doberman Pincher Assistance. And they're based out of Phoenixville, but um, they're really great. Uh, they, they don't have, they're not like the, you know, there's a fancy golden retriever rescue in Lancaster and they're awesome, but they have a lot of money. Uh, we do not. So we don't have a building. We're comprised of volunteers all over the state of Pennsylvania. And we home the dogs and foster them in our houses. So, And when we take applications, um, we, the, 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 the higher-ups actually review them to make sure they match a particular dog with a particular owner. And yeah, I'm not sure what the rate is, but it's I would say over 95% of dogs stay permanently placed and uh, very happy. I've got, if you see me shifting around on camera, I've got two sleeping at my feet right now and I keep rubbing their ears so they don't <laughs> bark and scratch at the door wanting to go outside. Yeah. And the, um, uh, the other thing I've been involved with for so long is the, uh, is the Masonic Lodge. And, you know, that's one of those things where it's just, I think a lot of, 
charitable people find themselves being involved in organizations like that. And, you know, on the local level, you know, we do help out some things in the community, but it's mainly helping our sick members and, and, and spouses. But once you're in, there's all these appendant organizations that I'm sure our listeners know about, um, like the Shriners, and they provide free medical care for children. Some lesser known things like the, um, there's a group called Grotto that wears black fezzes. Uh, we raise money for the Humanitarian Foundation, which is dental care for children with special needs. So that's, um, seems kind of, you know, like a, like a real niche, but market. But if you had a child, let's say with Down syndrome, they can't sit there for 45 minutes in a doctor's chair and, you know, have the muscle control to just be patient. So these kids need usually to be sedated, or they at least need a doctor that's specifically trained how to work with them. So that's where this money goes, even though, you know, since a lot of the, the government healthcare, a lot of the stuff, normal medicine's covered, but you're not going to get a specialist that's going to take the time and, you know, sedate your child and do all the, fix all the teeth. So that's kind of what we're involved in. That's very cool. I mean, just right there, you know, I think we, we, we talked on a previous show about, well, it was with, it was with Dave at Hemfield Food yeah. Pantry. It was about understanding. You know, I think I think what we need and, and directly here in our town, in our county, if we can all seek to just take a, a step back and try to try to understand the struggle, the need that other people have that we are fortunate to not have. I mean, I never uh, till this moment in time, I never gave a thought to how somebody with a special needs child is going to get dental care. And, and you know. If you don't know, listening to this, I mean, one of the single biggest paths to better health in your life is taking care of your teeth. There is so much connected. We had a good friend, Dr. Kevin Flood, who's passed okay. away. He, he did natural dentistry. He passed away a couple of years ago. Um, he was a marketing friend of ours out of Michigan uh, that we were connected to. And, uh, you know, the stuff I learned from him about dental health. I mean, so that, that, I mean, we don't need to go too deep into that. But Pete, that's just awesome. I mean... You know, we were so fortunate to have you be a part of the crew and uh, be a part of the team. You know, you came. You, it was funny. I think we, we, we kind of found each other when our company needed a, needed a really great person on a team. And you found our company when you were looking for a bigger, better opportunity. And it's just very cool that we got to connect. Um, I think we found it worked Pete out. On it Facebook. Was a, um, uh, we did. <laughs> or MySpace, maybe. But uh yeah, it was uh, it was unique. I was in a uh, I was in a very unhappy job situation, and I was doing some very creative kind of humor stuff on the internet. And I don't know, you emailed me one time and said, "You know, you sound pretty creative. You know a little bit about a lot of things." And I came in for the interview, and I originally was like, "All right, I have a degree. I've done this. I've done this. I'm not going to sell mattresses. That's just silly." And <laughs> You know, it's like when I was a kid, I, I hated retail, but I learned quickly that, you know, Gardner's was different and we treated our customers differently. Um, of course, we want to make the sale, but a huge part of that process was educating them and finding the right purchase for them. So whether you wanted the, you know, a budget bed for a, a guest room or you needed something to help an ache or pain. You know, we really tried to fit the person for what was best for them. And so it was a great fit. I didn't want to be at the shady sales guy and um, I didn't have to be there. It just, it was nice. Well, thanks for that, Pete. So we've got a little, uh, little something for your um, Doberman rescue. Every, every week we donate uh, some money to uh, the, the folks that come on either through charity or local heroes, whatever they're connected to. There you go. Yeah. Pete's a great podcast guest because he came like, prepped with props. He's got his adopt shirt on. He's got his uh, Santa stumble scarf. Um, so we've got, it, it's, it's a small amount, but we do it every week. And, you know, over time, this consistency will help a lot of folks. So we've got $125 donation to the Doberman, uh, I'm sorry, Delaware Valley Doberman Pincher Assistance Fund. So we'll get that out and um, get that to them. So Pete, thanks so much for joining us. Hang on the line. We'll talk a little bit about what makes Lancaster fun here as we wrap up. Um, real quick, Claire, we're going to bring you on in a minute. Let's, uh, we've got uh, a couple things to go over. 
pay the bills here. This show brought to you by, speaking of props, our Sleep Better book. You can get this book on our website at gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep dash better. If you want to go directly to the page to request it, we'll mail it out to you for free. The actual hard copy, it's 100 pages, great information that can be coming your way for free today if you so are inclined. So gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep better will help you wake up happy. Uh, ben, what's our uh, who's our happy customer of the week this week? So that would be Heidi from Lancaster. Um, so this uh, handwritten review came in. Um, you know, reviews are kind of the lifeblood of, of any small business. And uh, again, we've been, we've been blessed with some great customers that have said some great things, but of course it's a result of a lot of hard work and investing in our customers and then the experience uh, that we, we go through here at Gardeners. But um, so <laughs> we've had a few reviews now come in. Uh, this is one of our hand, handwritten reviews and we've got a book right back here uh, full of handwritten reviews. And that's one of, I think three books right now. Um, but Heidi, Heidi was asked uh, in, in the survey, uh, how was the overall experience and would you refer others to Gardner's Mattress and more? And she said, the experience was wonderful. Yes, we will absolutely recommend others to Gardner's. We were skeptical, skeptical of the five-star hype uh, online. But from our experience, the, all these five-star reviews are legit. So that's actually a, a few reviews now that we've gotten referencing, you know, um, there's a lot of paid for uh, reviews out there. You know, even in our industry, big brands are paying many, many, yeah. probably millions of dollars well, on on fake and and uh, you know uh, paid yeah. reviews. I mean, review review marketing is a real thing. It, it's it's you know we have 800 plus reviews, handwritten or online that you can see, all authentic. But review marketing is a real thing. It's a smart thing for any business to do. Uh, a little tip for you listening, you know, as a consumer, whether it's buying a mattress or not. Uh, there's a really great helpful site that just came to mind. It's called fakespot.com, oh. fakespot.com. <laughs> and you can go to there and you can, t you can paste in, you know, really any, any kind of like link for a product that you're going to buy and you can plug that in. And I guess they have an algorithm that, that essentially scores all the reviews collected for that product link. And mm. you are able to see the grade and whether it's an A, a B, all the way down to an F and, and they're able to basically detect if bots have, you know, been the ones to pump their five-star reviews mm. up. So we have no bots. We've got no troll farms. We've got no ClickBank people across the, across the world. Um, it's not Ben and Jeff in the background no, typing no, some. It's, it's not all of that. Clever um, words. So anyway, that's that. Uh, on that note of review, I was, I was not answering a phone call. I, uh, again, this, this is the episode of Jeff making little mistakes. I forgot to pull out our review contest winners. So anyone that gives us a review, uh, whether you've bought from us or not, uh, if you just if you like our service and like what we do and you give us a review, you're in our monthly review contest. So we've got um, February's winner to announce, and that was Donna Shea. So Donna, congrats for winning our monthly review contest for the month of February. And uh, you can come on into the store, as can our restaurant gift card winners, anytime we're open and pick those up. All right. Uh, so I think we've paid the bills and done that yeah. stuff there. Claire. Claire, Claire back well, Let's bring Claire back on. And then we'll do our pet of the week. There she is. I'm back. You're back. Yeah. <laughs> so Claire, you have a, 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 we were talking with Pete about uh, his Dobermans. You have a couple of doggos mm -hmm. at home too, right? Right. So Tell Pete and I them. do have something in common. Um, we adopted Nina from the Doberman Pinscher Rescue of Pennsylvania. So ours is D-P-R-P-A. Um, and we also are a foster home for Dobies. So we fostered a Doberman. Her name at the time we got her was Riley. Um, she's been rehomed and her new name is Luna and her owners are on vacation. So we are fostering Luna, who I have in her crate, hopefully sleeping peacefully. Um, just love, love the breed. I just absolutely love the breed. And ours is also uh, you, volunteer. How many Dobermans have you had over the years and fostered? 
Actually, Nina is our first Doby. I okay. always wanted yeah. one, um, but I used to obedience train and I worked with Shelties and German Shepherds and different breeds like that. Um, we were a little hesitant about the Doby because of their reputation. And we ended up finding her online uh, in 2017 and just fell in love with her online and went through the process. It took us three months to be able to adopt her and we got her. So she's our girl. Touch on, Claire, touch on that. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about what you do and, and, and how you help folks find a home. Sure. In that context of finding a happy home, why did it take you three months to formally adopt? What was that process like? And I Great think that's question. important for folks. I think it's important for folks yep. to understand. And it, it digs into the depth that these rescue groups, whether it's the one that Pete's connected to, yours, the ones that we highlight, it's a lot of work. And again, to, you know, I'm not afraid because I'm not, this isn't about money, a shameless plug. Join the Lancaster Connects community. If you're like dogs and you want to volunteer, I guarantee you, you will find any rescue happy to take your help. Mm -hmm. So why don't you talk about that process yeah. of, of adop formally adopting a dog? So I went online and I saw her profile and just something about her spoke to me. So we had to fill out an application. And once that application was filled out, it went through the review process. Um, one of the things that counted against us is that we do not have a fenced in backyard because we live against a farm field. So we have a very open backyard. And that was a, a cautionary thing. However, the fact that I have obedience trained dogs in my past uh, was a plus. So we went through the interview process with them. And then the foster mom asked us to come and view Nina um, and see how we worked with her. And because Nina had been adopted out before and it wasn't a successful adoption, adoption, she had been brought back to the foster mom, they were a little more careful about who was going to adopt her. So Brad, my husband and I, um, we went and met Nina and she was kind of nonchalant. And then she started to really gravitate toward me. And once you have petted Adobe, <laughs> they're like Velcro, they don't go away. And so um, the foster mom talked with the powers that be within the Doberman Rescue. And then they came out to our house because they wanted to see what our house looked like because we didn't have the fence. So all of this is what took the process. And then they decided that our house was okay. So we went back and visited Nina again. And then her foster mom brought her to us and we were out in the field letting Nina run and the foster mom left. And that was about a two and a half to three month process. And the neat thing is, is they stay in touch with us. They wanna make sure that their dogs are taken care of. Yep. So, so on that note, mm -hmm. there's a similar process in finding the right home, right? There's, there's extra yes, care sir. that should be taken. So why don't, why don't you talk and share, yes. share with the listeners your views on that and, and what makes working with a, a realtor uh, a value and, and why finding that right fit makes sense. So as I was speaking today in our referral group, um, I've moved 13 times. My husband was previous military and then the corporate moves. And out of those 13 times, I can tell you the three agents that made an impact on us that helped us. After we moved here, uh, this was not a good move. This was the straw that broke the camel's back and the representation we had as, buyer, as a buyer and the seller's agent did not do their job for us. And we were pretty much left with a big bill of things that we had to take care of that should have been done during the transaction. So I just had had it. Uh, my husband and I decided, let me go into real estate and, you know, the next time we're going to be a little more aware. And we didn't want people going through what we went through. So the steps that I took uh, uh, and I take in my practice with our team is that it is not a transaction to us. Um, it is very much about building the relationship with that person, whether you're a seller or a buyer, and it's maintaining that relationship 
not through the process. And after we get the check to check it, see you later. That's not how we roll. It's through that process and years later, I'm still in touch with people that I started selling homes to when I was in the business in 2009. Um, so it's very much relational for our team. Very cool. Well, and you can, you can see that, you know, you go that extra step, the, the, that drone video to me was very cool to see that and that you shared uh, going the extra step. Um, talk about the impact of staging. Let's talk about that for a minute. Yes, um, I think staging is very key. A, a vacant house can sell. And one of the cool things with COVID was um, virtual staging became a really big thing. But staging a home to sell, you have to remember that as a seller, you're trying to sell your property. And in our crazy market right now, <laughs> things are out the window. But in a normal market, you're trying to sell your home. So you're not marketing your home like you live in it, you're marketing your home to somebody who wants to come in and make it their home. So part of our responsibility of staging is in making that home an invitation. It's a statement for a buyer to come into it and say, yeah, I can see this. Oh, this makes me feel good. This makes me feel like it's my home. So I'm very much about trying to keep the money in the seller's pocket. We don't go out and rent furniture. We take what they have in their home. And as you, there's a video playing right now. Um, this seller was very savvy. I didn't have to do very much with her at all, but she's a previous client as well. So I worked with her in selling a home a few years ago. So she kind of knows what I look for. Um, but it's making the house an invitation for someone to come in and say, yes, this, this I can see us living in. So we try to keep the money in your pocket. We always say depersonalize the home, make it clutter free and please make it clean. So we work on things like that, little touches. Uh, I know this sounds silly, but making sure Kleenex boxes are not out, uh, making toilet seat lids closed, um, stuff like that, that helps a person not look at details, but look at the property itself. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, so part of the Lancaster Connects mission here, um, highlight charities, highlight special causes in the area. <laughs> what are you connected to? So if I get emotional, you'll have to forgive me because as you can tell, I'm a very passionate person. I am Italian and, you know, Italians feel stuff. I know everybody else does too, but... So there's actually, um, my team and I donate every year to charities. Uh, whenever a commission check comes in, we take a portion off of that, 10% off the commission check, and we tuck that away. We support YWAM during the year as a consistent, and we have other small charities. This one that you see on the screen, Help the Fight, is going to make me cry because this is not public knowledge. But uh, July of 2020 with COVID, um, they found a mass in my left breast and I was diagnosed with breast cancer and a client of mine who I was working with at the time donated during the extra give and said, we're doing it anonymously for you, Claire, but it brought to light this help the fight, which interestingly enough is founded by a, a real estate agent and her husband, David and Linda Charles, which I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So my team and I are now supporting help the fight. Um, and it's a hundred percent of these prof of the money that goes to help the fight goes to women who cannot take care of their medical bills. And it's, a, it's amazing. The support at the Ann Barsinger, uh, cancer Institute. It's just amazing. The amount of support that you get from them. And then to have an organization like help the fight is even more tremendous. Um, so that's one that we give to. Another one is the PA, PA Veterans Foundation. So I am an avid military supporter. My husband, my father, my father-in-law, relatives, friends have all been in the military. The PA Veterans Foundation is, again, 100% volunteer base. 100% of the profits go to the vets. And sadly, COVID was not kind to them and they lost many thousands of dollars in donations. And um, I don't know that they're going to stay in business. So that's one that we are really avid about. The other one is North Star Initiative. And I'm actually a board member. I'm the secretary on the board of North Star Initiative. And I believe that they're going to be coming on with you guys too, which is cool for 
the Lancaster well, Connect. Be on and Help and, the Fight is going to be on too. Yep. Yep. And tonight actually is Welcome to the Battle with North Star Initiative. And they are uh, for women that have been sex trafficked. And they are uh, a wonderful organization that I am very passionate about bringing women out of the human and sex trafficking world and giving them the means to become independent and work through the, the trauma. And it's just a very, I, I'm at a loss for words because it is just something that's not talked about in our society and it's so prevalent, so prevalent. So, yeah. and then of course you've got me with the Doberman Rescue. Yeah, wonderful. <clears throat> well, you know, on the, on what how North Star Initiative helps, um, and that's northstarinitiative.org. Um, you know, you hear about this once a year at Super Bowl time, right? You hear about uh, prostitution going up, sex trafficking happening, and you know, right here in our backyard, we've got we've got a group helping out every day. Yep. And that's what this show yep. again. Th this was the whole mission of the show when we saw it to bring the light. Great people, great charities in our community helping out, and we want to be impactful to, to, you know, in our little way, our little platform, shine some light on them. So there we go. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, and thank you for your sure. donations to those charities and, and your work with them. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, thank you, Claire. So hang, hang on. We're going to, I have one question for uh, each of you um, about what you love most about Lancaster. So think about that. I'm going to bring on our pet of the week formally and um our pet of the week and again i'm not doing phone stuff i just it's it's jeff's little show of mistakes this episode I, these aren't mistakes <laughs> these are these are show enhancements i forgot to print the notes uh for gambit this is gambit and uh he is from oh. a rescue here in lancaster county elizabeth town called pity's love peace uh we've donated to them in the past we've um had a couple of their pups come out to the store. Uh, I actually have a high school friend, Jackie, who spends time there volunteering. And um, that's so, a great picture. Yeah. So Gambit's uh, <clears throat> gorgeous pit bull who joined Pity's Love Peace in 2019 from a state, uh, state cruelty case. Uh, since then, he's blossomed into a wonderful, sometimes quirky middle-aged boy. He's certainly past the naughty puppy stage. We have a rule in our house, no foster puppies. Um, and that's, you know, because puppies almost always find a home. Uh, it's the older dogs that need your, need your uh, care and concern and you to open up. But Gambit is estimated to be about seven. You'd never know it. He has a lot of energy and would love someone active to explore the world with. His favorite things are long walks, soft place to nap. This, this is perfect. We couldn't have timed it. Trying to break the world record of ripping out uh, the stuffing from squeaker toys. Uh, Gambit loves women in general, um, and he's a full-fledged ladies' man. Uh, the good news is he's a stayer, not a player. He can be a little nervous around men. Uh, I would imagine that's from the cruelty case, um, if I had to venture a guess, based on my knowledge of volunteering, working with dogs. But, uh, you know, I've never seen a dog uh, not be able to come around uh, in the right home, right? So if you can see it in your heart to open up your home, give a dog a little extra time. I'm positive if you're set up uh, for success with Gambit, ultimately the best success with Gambit would be a, a fenced yard, uh, no other pets and not even small children. Um, but that is something to talk to Pity's Love Peace about and you can find them at Pity's, P-I-T-T-I-E-S, Pity's, uh, as in Pitbulls, Pity'sLovePeace.com. That's Pity'sLovePeace.com. You know, if, if you can see it that you want to maybe volunteer your time in your own home and, and give a dog like this a, a better chance, that would be tremendous. I mean, to me, that's a tremendous way to offer time because uh, you're going to, you know, reward your family with a great dog. But talk with them, any rescue, just be open and honest with them about what your capabilities are, what you're willing to do. And you'll find a great fit. Gambit looks like a pretty awesome pup. Reminds me a lot of my guy, Gizmo. I was going to say that. He, yeah, he's he got looks, that same blocky yeah. face. But uh, anyway, that's Gambit. Pity's love peace. You can uh, check in with them. All the links for our pet of the week for Claire and for Pete will be on LancasterConnects.com. So as we wrap up, 
we'll bring on the panel. Um, maybe uh, we can just talk about, we're, we're running up against the clock, but you know, um, Pete, what do you like the most about Lancaster? And, and you're a well-traveled man, especially in retirement. You do, you've done a decent amount of traveling, maybe not so much the last year, but um, you know, what do you like most about Lancaster? You know, I grew up in Southern Chester County in Kenneth Square, and I came to Lancaster to go to Millersville. And, you know, most people that aren't from Lancaster think of Lancaster as Lincoln Highway East, say from Dutch Wonderland down to the Gap Lighthouse. And that's all they think about. And <laughs> there's a lot more in Lancaster to that. And I continued to work in Chester County, and people were amazed that I would commute and they didn't realize how many small locally owned restaurants we had downtown, whether you wanted Thai, Ethiopian, Vietnamese, uh, Himalayan, every culture you can think of is represented downtown. And the food is amazing. Um, yeah. So like Lancaster County is way ahead of all these other counties where they're just, where it's just all strip malls and no, no flavor. So I'd say if you're not from the city and not from the area, take some time, go downtown, walk around. Uh, the history of downtown is just beautiful. And, you know, I moved out of the city by a mile, but I really love the city of Lancaster. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, Pete, thanks for joining us. Claire, what do you, um, what do you like most about Lancaster? Claire, Claire's got an interesting perspective because she's been in 13 different homes in 13 different places, <laughs> right? And settled in Lancaster. Yep. Yep. So to us, Lancaster is home. And out of all the places we lived, I was born and raised in Michigan. And as most people know, Michigan is a very colorful state. Lancaster is beautiful. My husband and I love living here. I'm kind of looking around because in my mind's eye, I just picture as a real estate agent, how many places I'm driving when we're traveling. We love the state and the beauty of it. What drew us to Lancaster County, of course, was his job. What's kept us in Lancaster County is the community. We just love the people. And it's becoming a more transient community. Um, but the heart of uh, the heart and soul of Lancaster County is still here. Um, and that's what we love. And the food. Yeah, just true. saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the flavor. The flavor. Well, yes. Pete, Claire. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode, episode number four. We really appreciate it. Um, appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, all the things you do, uh, Claire, for your clients, for the rescues, the charities you're connected with. Pete, the man about town. Um, you might have heard Pete reference Gap Lighthouse. We'll let you Google that. You can check out Gap Lighthouse <laughs> and see all of the fun and Tom's foolery <laughs> that... Uh, I knew he was going to get that in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, this was a... Uh, uh, this was an interesting interview because you just never know what Pete might say. But um, Google Gap Lighthouse <laughs> if you're into some tomfoolery. Um, but hey, listen, go to LancasterConnects.com. You'll be able to get all the links no matter where you like to watch or listen to this show. Uh, you can get it there. You can enter to win our weekly drawings for the restaurant gift cards. And most importantly, join the Lancaster Connects community. Please, if you have time to volunteer, join us. S send your information in. It's all the same form. So you're, it, you're doing like two things at once. You're entering the contest and you're joining the form by clicking the box. That's LancasterConnects.com. We'll connect you with, um, uh, with great charities that need your help. All right. That's this episode of Lancaster Connects. We did it. it. We did it. Yeah. All right. Take care. See you. Super Cereal.